Hi there, and welcome to the program. We're delighted to share the next half hour with you here on the Road to Reality. When we're hurting deeply or suffering beyond words, compassion is what we long for. And God wants us to deliver this compassion to those in need. Today, Brother K.P. Yohannan will urge us to become like Jesus and share his compassion to the hopeless and the hurting around us. You know, the population of Canada is 26 some million people, something like that. Can you imagine you can take the slums of Calcutta and Bombay, you get the entire nation of Canada. Have you ever been to one of the slums of Bombay? I have. Because of stench, it's so unbearable. You feel like throwing up. I had to close my nose and walk through the slums because I couldn't take it. Who lives there? Rats? Snakes? Dogs? No. Human beings. People. And God made these people in his own image. This is what we sometimes forget. Even Christ dying on the cross in the very last of the last seconds of his life, he is looking to the left, he is looking to the right, he is looking to the left, he is looking to the right, somehow to see if any sign of repentance from these criminals. It was appropriate. It was just for these two to be crucified in this manner. But not Jesus. In the midst of excruciating agony and pain, he's looking to see if he can save one more before he give up his life. And one says, Lord, remember me when you come in paradise. And the Lord said, today you will be with me. What a way to take the worst scoundrel, a murderer, a thief, a reprobate. People shy away from that individual. They rather stone him to death. Can you imagine the holy son of God, the creator of the universe says, I embrace you. Today you are going to be with me. How much he cares about the lost and the suffering and the needy. So when you read a passage like this, it must make us to ask a question, do I care about the people around me that are hungry, that are suffering, those beggars, those lepers, those precious children? Not one, not two, but millions. They're slaves to matchbox making factories. They're slaves to the owners who make those firecrackers. They never experienced childhood. They do not know what it means to be a child. You see, if Christianity is for me, to make me a better person, if that is the end of it, oh my friends, we have missed it. The call of God, when he gave to Abraham, who became the father of faith, which some of the dear friends now use his name. We are the children of Abraham. Therefore, we can claim to be rich and mighty. How foolish. Look about Abraham when God said, leave your father, mother, everything. Go to a place I will show you. 
he was giving up all the riches, all the glory, and everything he had in the ancient Ur of the Chaldeans. He left all, and then he said, yeah, God blessed him everywhere he went. Truly, he did, but what did God say to him? I will bless you and make you a blessing to others. We are blessed so that we can represent our loving Heavenly Father. We can represent the caring Christ to give, to help, to walk, to touch, to heal. And that is the goal. I want to ask you a simple question. 24 hours a day you have. How much of the time you think about yourself and your father, your mother, or your family, your children? How much of the time you think about someone else in the neighborhood, in the slum, or in that village, or people who work with you? How much time do you pray? Of that time of prayer, how much time do you pray and cry and weep for those around you that do not know about Jesus? They have no hope. They have no understanding. Do you have a list of things that you pray for? Out of that, how many of those lists, those lines, those names, those requests represent somebody else? Or is it all about you? And the disciples must learn. This is the reason why Jesus said, unless you love me more than father, mother, son, and daughter, he didn't stop there. He didn't stop there. And your own life, you cannot be my disciple. It is not simply talking about self-denial. A lot of people out there, incredible examples of self-denial. They don't have to be Christians necessarily. They give up their house, their clothes, their money, and their families and all that. I mean, they give up all this stuff. You know, they, they walk away from all these things. They don't care. But Christ is calling for something else. He's calling for denying ourselves. It is me seeing myself not as the most important person, but rather I see I am only a means, a vessel to bless others. I don't hold myself, my reputation, my what I want as supreme importance, but somebody else. There's a fantastic illustration, a real story that I think would help to make us understand this. Years ago when William Booth was alive, the founder of Salvation Army, one of the most significant movement the world has ever known or witnessed. A movement that touched the lives of millions around the world. They cared for the poor and the needy and the downtrodden. When he was an old man, he couldn't travel much anymore. Often he was ill. They had a major conference call for about 5,000 of his followers and William Booth was supposed to be the keynote speaker. But due to his physical limitations and his illness, he could not go. So what is the next thing to do? He sent a cable, a telegram, with the message that they must read on his behalf to the gathering. So... The MC came up and he said, our leader, 
William Booth couldn't be here, but he sent the message that he was going to preach to us. They were quite curious and anxious. Wow, our leader couldn't be here, but he sent a message. Now they're getting ready to listen to a long message. And the master ceremony, he opened the cable, he read it. Only one word in it, others, that's all, others. This man who could preach maybe eight, 10 hours nonstop, he didn't need to do that. He was saying to his followers, keep this in mind, it is not you, it is not me, but it's important, others, others, others. And Jesus, without talking to Philip or Andrew or anybody, Jesus, without even dealing with a little boy with a few pieces of bread and the little fish, Jesus being God, he didn't need any of these people. He didn't need the little boy. He didn't need his bread. He didn't need his fish. He didn't need Andrew. He didn't need Philip. He didn't need any of these people. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word, Logos, was God. All things were made by him, and nothing, nothing, were seen, and things we cannot see, the visible and the invisible, nothing was made without him. He made all things. In eternity past, he stands so nothing and simply speaks, let there be, who did it? The Lord Jesus Christ, now here on earth. He didn't need any of these people. 5,000, 50, Baba, 50 million, no problem. He can feed them all. But that's not what he's doing. He's telling them, you take care of this. Philip, what about this? They are hungry. You do something about it. What a world. What a nation. You're listening to The Road to Reality, our weekend edition. And K.P. Yohannan will share the rest of his message here in just a moment. You know, with Christmas rapidly approaching, perhaps you've been scurrying around looking for just the right gift for your loved ones. Well, today we'd like to ask you to consider giving a gift that has the power to really change a life forever. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Well, through GFA's Christmas Critter Campaign, families are being rescued from poverty and they're experiencing the love of Christ. On our website, you'll find quite a number of gifts that you can actually give to a poor and needy family in Asia. Gifts like goats, lambs, blankets, tool kits, a Jesus well, and more. Take a look at the Christmas gift catalog at roadtoreality.org. That's roadtoreality.org. You can also call us at 866-946-2742. That's 866-946-2742. And if you're in Canada, go to roadtoreality.ca or call 888-946-2742. Now let's get back to that message once again, shall we? Here's KP. I have traveled all over this land, eight years. I have seen it and felt it and touched it, 
slept on the roadside, traveled in trains in those days, no second class, third class, the Gandhi class. I stood in the toilet traveling from Delhi to Bombay, not one centimeter space in the train. I have seen the stench, the chickens and the goats people carry, the old, the wrinkled face, the little babies. Having lived in Bombay and working on the streets of Bombay, I have seen the suffering, the VT station, 24 hours ocean of people flowing. No stop. It's everywhere. But how many times I saw it, but I walked away. They became just people, not individuals. And I had to pray. Honestly, I have to pray. Oh God, please touch my heart. Give me your compassion. Let me see them the way you see them, Lord. Please, Lord, let me. See, God will never force you to do anything. You will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. In some of my writings, I use this illustration that happened to me some years ago. I was in Bombay trying to find my way to catch my flight. And I had a few hours and if you've ever been to Bombay, you will know what I'm talking about. You just don't walk onto the road. You will get killed before you can think and blink your eye because cars, they, they, they go, you know, this way and that way like lightning. You just, you just wait. And there I was. But if you know Bombay, you'll find no matter where you find yourself on the streets, you'll find a whole bunch of people around you the street beggars, especially little children. I mean, little children, three or four-year-old kids, and seven, eight, nine-year-old little kids, half-naked, wearing rags, holes all over, and they come, sab, 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 and then mothers, skin and bone mothers, carrying their babies, naked little babies with bloated stomachs, and the mother hardly wears enough clothes because it's all torn up. And a whole bunch of them. And I didn't have time to deal with thousands of these people everywhere. So I was waiting for the light to turn green. I was turn-faced, very sober, almost angry looking, so they would leave me alone. And now the light turned yellow then it turns green. But before I could walk, I hear this voice from behind me. Sir, please give me something. I have no one, no father. My mother is sick. I have a younger brother. We are hungry. Give me some money to buy some bread. Please, sir. And I turn around and here this young girl stands. She must be seven or eight years old. I do not exaggerate about the story. I am not making anything more than this, what I witnessed. Seldom have I seen such beautiful face, big brown eyes, her oval-shaped face, 
like a street child, stands there like this. All of a sudden, I realize, my goodness, I'm looking at a precious little girl. And I put my hand in my pocket and took all the money I can find, everything, and I gave it to her. Of course, the light turned red, and then again I had to wait. Then I began to walk. I never forgot this experience. It is as fresh as today. It was as though Christ himself began to walk with me on that busy street. And he began to talk. So, what do you think about the little girl? Is her life as precious, as valuable, and dear as your daughter? It had to be God talking. Because I was not thinking about that. All of a sudden, my mind raced back to the United States where my daughter, her own room, her own nice bed, every week her bed sheet changed, her pillow cover changed, fresh clothes. We care about her. We pray for her. She reads, she writes the question, what about this little poor girl? Of course, being a believer in Christ, I must respond and say, yes, Lord, I do. I do care. And her life is as valuable, as precious and dear, just as my own daughter. The strange thing, she didn't ask me one more question. I think he walked away and I was left alone to think, why, why, why on earth God allowed you to have a few years to live on earth. If heaven is the only reason for our salvation and knowing Christ, Baba, it is much better the moment you get saved, somehow rapture take place or God, you know, just kill you and snatch you away, do something. Why go through all the mess, all the problems? I tell you, he left us here for one reason. As the Father has sent me to care, to cry, to touch, to feel, to die for others, I am sending you. This is the reason. But do I understand it? How come I must go through this crisis experience on the street of Bombay for me to come to understand this? Can't I see the multitudes? Don't I see this on the television, in the newspapers? The families that commit suicide as a pack. But the question, is there any room in me to care? But then, the amazing thing is this. In a land such as this, with such a large, massive population, rejection, loneliness, and hopelessness, what am I talking about? You say, who are these people? Some of you don't even understand. We don't want to talk about it. These are the 300 million Dalits, the untouchables. And by the way, God is always on the side of the broken, poor, needy, illiterate, lost, helpless. And the Lord is still telling us, as he told Philip, Philip, what do you think we shall do? He didn't need to ask Philip, but he must ask him. God can do everything, but he is inviting us, his body, his people to care. With our prayers, with our giving, with our going, 
with whatever we can do they need the lord they need to know jesus they need to know his compassion they need to know that jesus said if the son of man will give you freedom you are free indeed they need to know that he died on the cross he shed his blood and their sins are forgiven there is hope there is healing they need to know the gospel is a good news it is not just for me but it is for others but we are the agents and we must be we must care we must reject a gospel that is so self-centered we must embrace the gospel of the cross and this is where jesus can manifest his grace his mercy today through our lives touching and changing people who are need my brothers and my sisters i want you to know i am not trying to tell you i am better than somebody else no but i can tell you it is rare to find christian workers who will sell their house their land and their properties to serve god it is all a means to make money it is all about how they can make the life better in the recent times i've been reading through the four gospels matthew mark luke and john with a pencil you know what i'm reading for i want to see jesus the man not god yes he is god but i don't want to see him i want to see him as a man the man who was tired the man who was tempted the man who was weary the man who was thirsty the man who faced accusation the man who was misunderstood i want to see the man how he lived i tell you what I've been deeply convicted as I read about my Jesus, how I must live. It's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Did you know Jesus never defended himself? When he could have answered and walked away, he would keep quiet. I saw him as a man. He could be God, just pick one word and wipe out the whole world. But as a lamb, he suffered. and i see that and say am i like that so when i talk about john's gospel chapter 6 and the multitudes and response of christ and the disciple and all that i want you to know i am not trying to tell you something so that i can you know fill my time and give you a message no i no i am not a professional preacher i am not i'm terribly concerned about you becoming authentic like jesus Well, that's Brother K.P. Yohannan here on the Road to Reality. If you joined us late or would like a replay, simply go to roadtoreality.org. You know, many in our world have lost sight of the true meaning of Christmas, but that doesn't have to be you. As we close, we'd like to encourage you to visit our website and look over some of the very special gifts that can really help a family break the cycle of poverty. And I should add, it also serves as a tangible expression of God's love to them. Consider giving gifts like farm animals or rickshaw, sewing machine or Bibles. And as you do, you'll be giving a gift that God can use to change a life forever. It's easy to do online at roadtoreality.org. That's roadtoreality.org. You can also call us toll-free at 866 946-2742. That's 866-946-2742. 
In Canada, the number is 888-946-2742 or simply go to roadtoreality.ca on the web. Next weekend on The Road to Reality, we'll hear about a wonderful opportunity that we have to share the love and compassion of Jesus with needy families in Asia this Christmas. 